You're listening to our weekly podcast, Getting in the Word with Stuart Guthrie. Stuart is the teaching pastor of Family Bible Fellowship of Ridgeville in Early Branch, South Carolina. We hope to grow together with you, seeking real knowledge from the truth, the Word of God. Here's Stuart. Well, hey, good morning. It's Pastor Stuart. Welcome to Getting in the Word. I'm delighted to have you joining us this morning. We've seen uh, about 5,000 more added to our subscribers on Telegram. We're super excited about that, and we want to welcome you for joining us there as well. And we hope that these daily devotions are an encouragement to you and that they challenge you in your walk with the Lord as well. And so we're delighted to have all of you with us this morning. I pray that as we come to Friday, um, that we have been able to walk faithfully with the Lord as we prepare to come to worship together on Sunday. And so I just hope that you've had a wonderful opportunity this week to be a witness for Christ. Uh, today, I want us to consider 2 Corinthians chapter 7, just one verse, verse 1. Um, and I've entitled this one, Do Not Be Contaminated. I think this is a reality that we face as Christians living in a post-Christian nation um, that is no longer focused on the Lord. And we obviously hope that God, by His grace, would spark a, a revival that would take place within the church, starting in our hearts through the preaching of God's Word. But as Christians, we are told in Scripture that we are to be clean, and the Bible tells us that we have been cleansed by the blood of Christ. It says in 1 John 1.7, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. And so the question is, is when we come to 2 Corinthians 7.1, why does Paul call us to cleanse ourselves? He says, therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Theologically speaking, when we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, God sets us apart as Christians. Uh, the theological term that is used is, is the, the theological term sanctification. You have been sanctified. You have been set apart. When you are saved, you become positionally sanctified. You are set apart. You are an heir. You become a child of God. You are born again, and therefore God considers you holy and righteous, not because of your perfection, but because of Christ's perfection. He who knew no sin became sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. And so when God sees us as His children, He sees us as holy and righteous and perfect. And so what does He mean that we need to cleanse ourselves? We are called to be set apart. We are called to be holy because He is holy. The holiness of the believer is required. You ask why? Well, Leviticus 11.44-45 says, Be holy because I am holy. And you say, okay, pastor, well, that's Old Testament law. Well, in 1 Peter 1.6, he says, For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. And he's quoting that. 
from the Old Testament. Matter of fact, Jesus says in Matthew 5, 48, Therefore you shall be perfect as your Father is perfect. So how are we to be perfect? Well, I always say it's not about perfection, but direction. Are we striving for perfection? Because when God sees us again in Christ, we are covered in the blood of the Lamb. It's like at the Passover when, when the death angel passed over, when, when the, the posts were covered in the blood of the Lamb, the death angel passed over. It wasn't a matter of who was inside, it was a matter of who was covered in the blood. And that is us. And so to be holy, to be perfect, to be set apart simply means that we are separated from sin and evil. We are no longer under the power of sin and darkness because we are now as believers indwelt with the Spirit of God granting us the power and the victory over sin. And that's why the Bible says when you are saved you become a new creation in Christ. The old things have passed away and behold the new have come. When you're saved, when you're regenerated, when you're made new, the Scripture says you become a saint. And so that means that God has separated us from the power of sin and set us apart uh, from the kingdom of darkness and placed us into uh, the kingdom of light. The ruling power of the effects of sin, uh, listen, they are no longer the dominant... Um, power in our lives because we are now in union with Christ and now because we are born again, we, we are no longer dominated by the power of sin. The reality is, is, listen, sin is still present but is no longer present over our lives. That's why Hebrews 12, 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. It was Steve Lawson said, You will not sniff heaven lest you be pursuing and growing in holiness and in your faith. So beware if there is no change, if there is no progressive holiness, if there is no active sanctification in your life, because you may not be saved. Because when He does a work in you, He will do a work through you. Because the Bible says, He who began a good work will see it to completion. So Paul explains the concept really in Acts chapter 26 when he's given his defense to King Agrippa there on the road to Damascus, he, uh, he, he speaks uh, about what the Lord had told him. Uh, Jesus said, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from the darkness to the light and from the power of Satan to the power of God that they might receive, this, receive forgiveness for their sins who are what? Set apart by faith in Christ. So you see this darkness to light, this power of Satan to the power of God, and the beauty of that, that, that transformation that takes place at conversion, this God setting you apart, making you new. And so we have this reality that when one puts their faith in the person and the work of Christ, there is a transition from darkness to light, from sin to holiness. There must be change. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11 says, Don't be deceived that neither sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the habitual drunk, nor verbal abusers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. 
But you were washed. You were sanctified. But you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. When you're saved, listen, you are washed, you are sanctified, you are set apart, you are justified, you are declared right before God. And that's the beauty of the Gospel. Salvation, listen, brings a heart change. Salvation requires not only positional holiness, but also requires progressive sanctification, progressive holiness. And this is the process which through we continually grow in the grace and the knowledge in our relationship with Jesus Christ. The longer we live with the Lord, the longer He transforms our lives to look more like His then we are progressively growing in the grace and the knowledge as we pursue this holiness for which God calls us to as Christians. James says, Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Listen, it's not enough to simply say, I am a Christian, I am saved, without works to back it up. Salvation, genuine, true salvation, brings about a byproduct of works. Thus, Scripture says, don't be merely hearers of the Word, but doers of the Word. You know that we will always have this flesh which tries to draw us away from what the Lord desires for our lives. This is the reason Paul reminds us in Galatians 5, 16 and 17, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh, for the desires of the flesh, right, are are against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. For these two are in opposition to one another in order to keep you from doing what it is you want to do. So yes, we are saved. Yes, we are being sanctified. Yes, we are new creations in Christ. The old things have passed away. Behold, the new have come. Through the indwelling of the Spirit of God, we can begin to walk in the power of victory over sin in our lives. Listen, we we have been transferred from the darkness of light, from the power of Satan to God, but we're still in this nasty flesh that tempts us, that draws us. But we are not experiencing this, this reality of perfected holiness in this life. We will experience perfect, uh, perfected holiness perfected sanctification when we step into uh, eternity, right? That's what we, we will be glorified when we see Christ face to face. Whether He comes here or we go there, listen, we will be challenged in this flesh and its desires. And my encouragement is for us to be reminded of this indwelling Spirit that lives within us. He is our Father. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. Listen, but we still have the responsibility because we've been set apart for holy living to call to daily repentance, meaning that we're turning from our sin daily, fixing our eyes and our hope on the perfecter and author of our salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ. We can experience victory as Christians because we are no longer, listen, slaves to sin. And Christ will always provide a way of escape. When we do fail, we need to be reminded of 1 John 1.9. It says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us 
from all unrighteousness. But if we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and the Word is not in us. Listen, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. And we all sin still even in this flesh. But we need to be reminded of, of, of our constant daily walking in repentance. So how is your walk with the Lord today? Have you been sanctified? That, that, that's the question to the unbeliever maybe listening today. Listen, if, you, if you've never been born again, you're not saved. If you've never put your faith in Christ, then you have not been set apart. And you've not been made holy. And if you were to stand before God today, separated and not in unity with Christ, you would be declared guilty before a holy and righteous judge. And that would be because you are not set apart through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen, you will be separated from eternity in hell lest you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation. Your sin has made a separation between you and your God. Isaiah 59.2 says that. And the, the only one who can make you alive again spiritually is the Lord Jesus Christ because He is God's method of salvation. The Bible says that no one seeks after God, no, not one. When we are separated from God, how in the world can we be reunited in a relationship with God if we are dead in our trespasses and sin? Dead people don't respond. So God, seeing our need, starts this initiative and sends His Son, Jesus Christ. And therefore, we must place our faith in the person and the work of Jesus Christ, understanding that He died and He took our place and our sin on Calvary. Now you lack one thing. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Bible says you will be saved. For the believer, to the one that's set apart, the one that has been sanctified, seek God daily. And ask His forgiveness from your sins daily. Not because you need your whole body to be washed, but because your feet are dirty, like Jesus says. We need our feet washed regularly. Listen, if you've put your faith in Christ alone from salvation, you simply need to repent daily, confessing your sins so that you can remain pure as believers and followers of Christ. Listen, we should indeed be striving for holiness. and There should be significant change in our lives. We should be experiencing victory as Christians. And so I want to encourage you today, listen, turn away from your sins and turn to God. Don't be contaminated by the things of this world, but let us daily come to the foot of the cross and be reminded of what Christ has done as He has saved us, past, present, and future. And let us cleanse ourselves by repenting daily of all of the defilements of the flesh and of the Spirit, so that we might be perfected in holiness as we walk in the fear of the Lord, as we, as we have this awe and this reverence for who God is, so that when we do see Him, that He will say to you, Well done, my good and faithful servant. God bless you. I pray that you have enjoyed these messages And I pray that you will continue to walk with the Lord. God bless you. 
and have a lovely day. This has been Getting in the Word with Pastor Stuart Guthrie. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. And be sure to visit us online at familybiblefellowship.org. And come see us in person on Sundays at 11 a.m.